Hey, what's up, guys? It's Knudsen. Welcome back to the Club Junkie Podcast. Hopefully you're having a good week. It's almost over again. It's Thursday. It's uh, getting ready for the weekend. It's Memorial Day. Hopefully you maybe have some great plans for the potentially long weekend. I know if uh, some of you are in the golf business, it may not be as long. But if you do, maybe get out, play a little golf. Before we get into it, just want to let you know this episode brought to you by Titleist. And we all know Titleist is the number one ball in golf. But do you, do you know how they earned this title? It's simple. The Pro V1 and Pro V1X are the most played golf balls in the game. And you know what? It's not even close. In fact, most weeks, more than 70% of the field tee it up a Pro V1 or a Pro V1X. And the numbers are even more impressive at the amateur level, where where they're the number one choice at the NCAAs, the U.S. Amateur, the U.S. Women's Amateur, and the U.S. Junior, just to name a few. Make Titleist your number one, tee up a Pro V1 or Pro V1X on your next round, and always bring your best. <clears throat> Excuse me. So, again, yeah, hopefully you guys have a good week. Um, my week's been busy. I just uh, just got back from uh, Pinehurst, North Carolina, literally last night. I think my uh, plane landed at like 8.30. I had to wait for my bag, drive home, you know, get, get my car, drive home, all that jazz. Um, so I was home a little later this evening or last night and uh, recording early to mo- early this morning because I just, I just didn't have it in me. Uh, last night to record when I got home. So I kind of plopped down on the couch and uh, chatted with my wife for a while and watched a little TV, and then that was it. I was done. So, um, yeah, that was uh, all she wrote. And then early up, uh, set the alarm early, and, and here I am recording today. So it's uh, it's kind of a crazy uh, crazy week. And then uh, get through the day. I've got league again tonight. So, well, we'll see. It's supposed to be uh, the, weather out, the weather forecast doesn't look too great today for uh, Metro Detroit around my golfing time. It looks like a late afternoon. We're looking at uh, like 50, 60, 70% chances of rain, depending on what time it is. So that's never a great thing. Hopefully maybe it will uh, calm down and I can get out and play. But uh, I did, uh, like I said, just get back from uh, the Pinehurst area. I did actually not play Pinehurst. I did play, uh, I was down there for, I went down Monday uh, and then, you know, Tuesday, yesterday, Came back, um, hanging out with the folks from Golf Pride, which was pretty cool. Uh, got to uh, visit their headquarters, which is brand new. Uh, they have a brand new headquarters down in Pinehurst. It's really cool. They've got some really cool stuff going. <clears throat> Again, excuse me. Um, some really cool things. I mean, it's a it's a brand new facility. It's it, it's pretty uh, pretty interesting. They're doing some pretty cool stuff. Uh, got to check out uh, the new grips and uh, and some old grips. They had uh, a tons of stuff uh, all over the place. Uh, which was pretty cool. They were uh, awesome people. I mean, like everybody in golf. I mean, you get to meet people in golf, and it's just everybody is so just. I mean, everybody just has a crazy passion for golf, and it's just another one of those things where you know I'm, I've been fortunate enough to to talk with people from the OEM side, the shaft side, the you know whatever, and now the you know somebody with grips. And again, it's one of those things. You know, the the passion to just make really good golf equipment is it's just so evident like it just oozes out of everyone and it's it's uh it's it's pretty amazing to see and you know talking with some of the engineers and stuff like that and you know trying to make different compounds and textures and whatever and um it's just uh it, it's pretty cool to see uh you know how how seriously they take grips and you know i know a lot of us kind of take grip seriously of, of what you know in terms of size or textures or you know cord not cord whatever and uh these these people take it probably even more serious than we do. <laughs> um, you know, it's not just slapping, uh, you know, some rubber on the end of a shaft and, and calling it a day. It's, uh, it's really 
you know they're they're trying to make some you know innovate and and keep things going and make stuff you know as, as best they can and it's it's pretty cool to see so uh it was pretty exciting uh, i'll probably get more into that maybe later on um not not today maybe i'll get into it uh, a little later but uh, was down there played a little golf uh got to play at the cradle uh, which over there at Pinehurst, so I did get to play the Cradle, which was super cool. If you don't know, the Cradle is kind of a, it's Pinehurst little par three uh, course, and it's got nine holes. They're the longest one can play out at like 127 yards, but most of them are you know 70 whatever. A couple that are like low 50s. I think the lowest, I think the shortest one we played, at least with the tees they had uh, then, was 53, and. It's just a really cool, fun little nine holes to go play. It was it was, it was a blast. Uh, I, I played the bad little nine. Uh, I doubt at Scottsdale National, which was very cool. This that was very cool, very difficult. <clears throat> this is definitely a much more playable uh, nine holes. <clears throat> Excuse me again, early morning. Uh, much more playable nine holes. Uh, they're very cool. You know holes and they and they can be very tough depending on where the pin placements are, but they also can set some pins that are are definitely gettable. Um, there's some cool greens and undulation where it looks like you know if they put pins certain places, you know hit it to the left side of the green, let it filter down, uh, stuff like that. That's uh, that's very fun and very cool. We played it we played it twice. Uh, the first time out, uh, I think I, geez, I I played pretty well. I mean for me I played pretty well. I think I I think I parred every hole and then I had I think I had one bogey. Um, that I just, I, I hit it into a, uh, a pretty bad spot and I three putted, uh, for bogey, but I think I only had like one bogey, maybe two. And the rest, I just had a bunch of pars. Uh, I just, I just hit a bunch of greens. It was, it was pretty cool, but you know, it was a, it was really fun. We had a blast. Like I said, went around twice and, uh, they had some funny, some pretty crazy records too. You know, it's nine holes. Like I said, par three, they've got records for how many holes in a day. Um, the fastest, uh, nine you know, that you can play. And, and both those records held by uh, a guy <laughs> at golf pride. Uh, I think he said he played 460 some holes, uh, in a, in a day. So the most di- holes played in a day, it was like 460 something. I think, I think he said 468, but I, I can't verify that that number is a hundred percent. And then, uh, the fastest round, uh, I think he holds as well, which was like seven minutes and, you know, seven minutes and some change. And, uh, which is crazy to think about. I mean, we played it in like, you know, with other people on the course. So, you, you know, you wait a little bit. There's other people out there. And I think we played it in like 50 minutes, 45 minutes. Um, and we were just kind of playing. And then uh, we went through and played it again. And uh, at that point, there were less people on it. We ended up playing it. We, had, You know, we, there were less people on the course, but there were more people in front of us. And we ended up playing it like as a, at, at a sevensome. And then we caught up with a couple other guys. Played it as a tensum the whole way through, and we kept up with the people in front of us because it was it was moving a little slow then. But I mean, having ten guys is pretty fun. And then also, you look at the green, and it was just you know it looked like a practice facility. There were just ten balls all over the green and just off the green, uh, but it was a lot of fun. So no uh, no holes in one with our group. It seems that holes in one are, are a little a little prevalent there, um, but uh, but it was pretty uh, it, it was pretty cool. I really had a lot of fun at the cradle. I think it's a fun little thing to do. Uh, they've got a little, like, you know, kind of, I'll call it a halfway house, but they got a little house up there with a bar, and you can get a beverage and walk with your beverage, and, you know, you only need two or three clubs, depending on, you know, maybe four, depending on, uh, you know, your your distances. But, yeah, I mean, as long as you have something that hits at 125 and below, you're good. I, uh, I pretty much brought gap wedge and sand wedge, and that was all I needed. Uh, I didn't bring the lob wedge, and, and honestly, I don't I don't think I would have ever needed it. Um 
I was just, you know, as you go around that course, everything's so tight. Everything's, you know, kind of, kind of mown. I mean, there's no rough. Everything's fairway and then green. And if you do miss the green and you're kind of short-sighted or whatever, I mean, typically, you know, I, you would kind of either putt some of those shots or you'd kind of bump and run them and just kind of pop them onto the green and let them release out. I guess you could use a lob wedge if you've gotten some of the bunkers. I actually never got into any of the bunkers, so that was kind of nice. Uh, a lot of guys did. There are a good amount of bunkers on that course. I didn't touch any of them, which was which was nice. So I guess there you might use a lob wedge. But, yeah, I brought a 50, a 56, and a putter, and that was it, and I was I was perfectly fine. So um, the hole that, goes, that could play to, like, 125 was only playing, like, the team moved up a little bit. I think it was only playing like 108 or something like that. So with a gap wedge, I was I was fine. Um, and then yeah, we played it though a few times. It was, it was a great time. It was it was really fun. Like I said, the undulation was on the greens was pretty cool, and just the layout was, <clears throat> you know, like I said, some holes would be tough, other holes were gettable. A couple holes, you know, I, I think one of the I think it was was it hole three, um, I don't know maybe four, but it was kind of this uphill little par three. It was like what was it like 60 yards? You know, I think it was just under 60 yards. And, you know, I walked up. I just, you know, we're kind of playing Loretti golf. I put my ball down. Um, and I took a, you know, had my 56, kind of opened the face a touch, hit kind of a, a, a lower shot than I wanted to. But, you know, got up the hill, hit it right at the pin. And I was like, oh, that'll be great. And then the guy behind me, uh, Eric, who's a super nice guy, hits it way left, like left edge of the green. And the ball hits and just filters down to the right. And I was like, oh, that's the play, huh? And he's like, yep. And I was like, oh, that's not going to be good for me because I went right at the pin. It wasn't that bad, but I was like, you know, 30 feet right uh, of where where my ball landed. But it was uh, it was a great time. It was really fun. The cradle's very cool. That whole Pinehurst Resort in terms of, you know, like I said, we didn't play any of their, their courses, but driving through it uh, and all that, super, super fun. So appreciate it. Thank you to Golf Pride for having, having uh, us down. It was a good time. And then we also had to play uh, a really, like I said, we didn't play Pinehurst, but we did play uh, a course called, uh, or at a club called Forest Creek, <clears throat> which was absolutely gorgeous. Um, we played their South Course, and which I guess is the easier of the of the two, and and that even had some holes that were were a little challenging, some some long par fives, but uh, absolutely beautiful. It was uh, amazing, just kind of cut through the uh, the pine trees there, and I didn't hit. I mean, I hit the ball decent. I just didn't score well. Um, I drove it okay. Uh, I just, you know, I think uh, I had some some really bad three wood shots. I think, uh, you know, for a lot of these trips, it, it really it's for when I put together my like what's in the bag for these trips. It's one of those I want to bring a lot of great clubs, but I also don't want to bring stuff that like if the airline loses my bag or destroys my bag, that I'm going to be a hundred percent upset with losing some stuff. Uh, so it's kind of a little mix of of like stuff I do play, stuff I don't really play, and. I think the my, my three wood choice uh, for this week, which again I'm I'm kind of on that three wood hunt, but it was the the well my my three wood reason. So I brought the the Hanma TR21 Big LB, so the big titanium three wood. Uh, it's deeper face, larger head, and it's got right now a, a Nippon Formula MB Plus uh, 75X in it, and. I've always been kind of off and on with it, but it's a it's an absolute cannon, titanium phase. I mean, it goes a long way. And I brought it figuring I've had some driver woes. I haven't been driving, hitting driver great. If I don't hit driver well, I can just hit three wood off the tee. And I brought that three wood, and I just, that three wood and I just don't get along. So it's, I think, officially retired. 
I think it's done. I think I've, I've run my course with it. I think it's time to uh, for it and I to, to, to part ways. And I just like the par fives. I hit a couple shots with with that off the tee that or that 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 three wood off the deck that I just I hit it left uh, and just you know then you're punching out of the pines. Um, I hit one dead left that I lost, never found it, so I had to drop. Um, so I had a couple couple of one and, and the worst part is like those are the holes that I actually hit driver really well. Um, and then I just, you know, completely destroyed the hole by, by hitting that shot. So, um, driver, I hit pretty decent. Uh, I had a couple bad drives, but for the most part, hit it pretty well. Uh, and I was playing rogue ST, <clears throat> uh, rogue ST, ST max LS with, uh, just a standard Ventus blue. And I, I hit that pretty darn well. Uh, most of the day hit some, some absolute bombs out there. I was playing with, uh, a couple guys who could really move it. And, uh, I was just behind him, which was, which was pretty nice. Even you had like, I think one where I was kind of second in line in terms of, uh, how far we hit it. So there was, uh, some good balls hit out there. I just, the, the, the second shots, if they weren't iron shots, um, I was, I was, I was struggling. Even some of the iron shots, I didn't hit well, like long iron shots. I didn't hit well. So I got to work on that, but, uh, I, I don't remember exact score. Like we kind of, we finished up, we were playing a game called Vegas, which was pretty fun. Um, it's tough to score, but it's pretty fun. Um, and then uh, it was the first time I've ever, ever ever played it, and it was it was really it was kind of a cool way to play it. I definitely lost. I was the one who who had to pay out the most, unfortunately, but uh, but it was still a good time. And uh, and we played that, and it was uh, yeah, it was just a, a, a amazing course. I'd love to play it again. Um, like I said, just absolutely beautiful. Some subtle subtleties in the greens that were you know were tough to read because you know that you never played it before, um, and a couple shots that now you know after hitting it now seeing where uh you know where the things lined up it would be uh it would be really fun to play again just you know having a little lay of the land but uh it was absolutely beautiful course it was it was a ton of fun so that was a great week and then uh, yeah i've just uh, like i said literally got home i'm gonna do a lot of catch up before, uh, before the long weekend uh you know today and it's just yeah one of those uh it's it's a it's a crazy uh crazy week so anyway We'll uh we'll get into uh, I guess uh, I'm trying to think anything else on that on that trip. I mean the like I said I brought that. Oh yeah, so I will say this. So my what's in the bag? Like I said, it, it was it's kind of a little bit of of kind of newer and older stuff. So driver was Rogue ST Max LS with the Ventus Blue. Um, driver wise, yeah, it was kind of tough to decide. I've been I've been hitting the Rogue decent though, and uh, the last time I was out of my league, I hit Rogue pretty well. So I was like, let's just bring that. Um, and I hit it again pretty well. I think I'm going to try it with Ventus TR, uh, tonight if we play. Um, and then this weekend I'm going to play as well. So I might, uh, I might bring that and probably, I'll probably bring a second driver this weekend. Um, and that'll be, but Rogue ST Max LS was pretty good. I want, I think I want to try it with Ventus TR, uh, just to see if I can kind of still have that kind of similar trajectory to Ventus Blue that was there, but that little stiffer handle section, see if I can add just a touch of control to it. Um, but that combo seemed to be pretty darn good. Uh, and then three wood, I brought the, that Hanma, uh, TR 21, which again was, was kind of a little bit of a mess there. So that, uh, that wasn't, uh, that'll probably go not, not stay. Um, and I brought, uh, the tour edge, uh, the exotics, the C722 hybrid, the four hybrid, which I've turned, uh, from 21 to 20 degrees. And, uh, that I didn't hit a ton, but I tell you what, I hit one shot on 18, uh, I hit a terrible drive, like flat out topped it. And I had like two, 
60 something to the green. I mean, I was a long way away and I just hit that because the ball was kind of sitting up. I was going to hit three wood and then I was like, nope, I haven't hit that three wood good all day. Took out hybrid, smoked it right down the, the right side, which everything filter like flows down to the, to the left. And I had like, I think a, gosh, what was it, like 30 yard wedge shot? I mean, it was nothing. Um, down there and even I was playing the guys I was playing with were, were pretty impressed with you know how far that uh, that thing went so hit that really well only like I said only hit it a couple times uh, and then I had the the tourage that the tie utility four iron uh, which I really didn't use a ton there wasn't a, a lot of shots that that I had to hit I had to hit I mean that on a long par three and I just put a bad swing on it that that time but I played that and then I played uh what irons oh I brought the the cobra Tour MIMs uh, with the Fujikura Pro 115s. I uh, hit those really good all day. I mean, I hit those really solid. Um, it was uh, th- those are, are still solid irons, man. I mean, they're just they're just good irons, and I hit them pretty solid all day. Um, and then wedge wise, I brought my I brought my, my Voki, my SM8 uh, SM8 50 and 56 uh, that I had from last year, which kind of man like old friends hitting those things again. Um, really really liked them and, and realized that. I was just a big fan of those wedges, and then uh, I had a Cleveland uh, RTX or, or a full face RTX or RTX full face uh, 58 that I bent to 60 uh, as my lob wedge. And again, with the, the kind of the tight lies, not much rough of uh, these courses. I didn't really use that lob wedge very much. I hit it a couple shots, uh, or you know that was around the green, kind of short sided, whatever. And but that was it. I was really never in the. I was never in any greenside bunkers. Hit a ton of fairway bunkers, which is definitely my nemesis. But uh, never hit really any uh, any any greenside bunkers where I needed that thing. I, I had a couple a uh, couple shots right around the green that I missed that that I used it. But that was about it. I I probably only used about twice. And uh, then putter wise, I brought the two on Chicago, which uh, was kind of hit or miss. I I definitely had some speed issues. Um, a lot down there. I mean, with that grass, it's definitely there's a lot more grain to it. Uh, than there is up here, so I, I would always, you know, be reading the lies, a downhill, uphill, all that, and I would never look at the grain uh, of the grass, and, and I left a lot of putts short that were into the grain, um, but again, never, like, I, I just kind of forgot that that was a factor, uh, because up here, you just, you don't, you don't worry about that, there's not as much of, <laughs> of the grain uh, that, uh, that you have to worry about, and uh, so it was, uh, it was, it was challenging, but it was a lot of fun, and uh, like I said, that course, uh, Forest Creek was was awesome. It was uh, it was a blast. And then yeah, got on a plane like literally, and, and that was the other thing. I, I literally like got on, got done with my round, threw all my stuff in my my bag, uh, jammed everything into my travel bag, and then uh, I unfortunately was was out the door. My shuttle was picking me up and off to the airport to uh, to head home. So it was a uh, a busy day, but uh, but but a lot of fun. So it was uh, it was a good one. And then uh, yeah, the one thing uh, that I will say before we get into the next. Uh, item which I got two kind of ones that uh, kind of an update thing I know a, 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 a club that I talked about before and the other one is a shaft that uh, I've been meaning to talk about for a while um, so we'll uh, get into uh, get into that and uh, let's start with uh, the update real quick and that would be SM9 which uh, I know I've talked about before um, the SM9's you know Vokey SM9 so they sent uh, for media samples a handful of, I think they sent kind of like one of each finish and a couple different grinds, a couple different finishes, or you know, a couple different options. But one of them was a 54D grind, which uh, if you guys know, last year 
Uh, for the SM8s, I was playing the 56 D grind. And the D grind is basically very similar to the M, but a lot more bounce. So the 54 is a 12 degree bounce. D grind, good amount of, good amount of trailing edge relief, uh, good amount of heel and toe relief, and uh, we've got and and but a, a ton of bounce in soft conditions and even the sand. Ball, does, you know, the club just gets through the turf, gets through the sand really easily. Like I've always said, I'm kind of a steep player. I get over the top, I come down on the ball, I get a little steep. So the D grind. Uh, is great for that, and up here in Michigan, we play a lot of short, or we're always have you know pretty much soft conditions. It's very rare that it's very firm, so the D grind is uh, is definitely one of my preferred favorites. Um, <clears throat> and my sandwich is probably the club I use the most in terms of around the green. Uh, now, if it's you know something off the fairway, you know front of the you know front fairway or fringe, and you know chip into a back uh, pin, I'm probably going to use my 50 or my pitching wedge, but for everything else, for the most part, I use my 56. Uh, and then, if, of course, you know, if something's crazy short-sighted, need to get it up in the air really fast, uh, then I'll use, you know, my, my 58 or 60, depending on what I'm going with in the bag. But, um, <clears throat> but yeah, but I've had, so, but they send in a 54D, which I, I don't really play a 54 much anymore. I'm playing the 56, but I figured, whatever, we'll throw it in the bag and, and give it a, a whirl. And I've taken it out to uh, my league a couple times. I've played a couple 18 holes with it. And I do have to say that I just really like this thing. Uh, the D grind, just like last year, performs really well. Um, it gets through the turf really, really quickly, even on kind of shallower swings. Uh, it works, you know, well for me. Again, we're not playing crazy tight lies here in, in Michigan, uh, but it gets through even tight lies. The leading edge is low enough uh, that that I can get down under the ball and get it up and moving. Spin wise, I would say that it's very similar in terms of spin between my SM8 and this. Uh, you know, in terms of release uh, on the ball. Very, very similar, extremely predictable. It was kind of like one of those no getting used to anything. You just kind of hit your shots and go. And there was, you know, literally no change for me in terms of, you know, there, uh, from there to, to the new one. Um, I'm, I'm really kind of fuller shots because this thing, I mean, three-quarter swings is about as much as I'm going to hit it. 80 yards is about the max I'm probably going to swing this thing unless it's like downwind or downhill. 80-yard um, shot is about as much as I'm going to try to hit this. I know some people hit their sand wedge, you know, 100 and some yards, and they take big full swings with it. Not me. I'm just, I don't have that comfort level with uh, with doing that. So for me, three-quarter swings or so are about as much as I'll, uh, I'll do. And for those, I mean, it does seem to have a, a good amount of check to it. Uh, those balls do not release a whole lot. I mean, unless they're out of some just absolutely nasty rough. Um, but they do not check, or they check pretty darn hard. Uh, so the spin on it's really good. And then uh, again, turf interaction, whether it's tight, whether it's uh, rough, that D grind is just uh, really solid. You can kind of thump the club into the ground and, and know that it's just going to kind of glide through the turf. And you know, once that uh, ball's gone, it, it's you know your divots aren't going to be crazy deep, crazy huge. Uh, they're going to be pretty manageable. Um, the feel on it though is definitely better than sm8 it's extremely soft especially those salt like like shorter little say 20 yard uh chip shots or even like the you know the 10 yard little kind of bumps onto the green um those type of shots you know you play a little you know open face uh shot out of the rough just to kind of pop it onto the green let it roll out uh those shots there extremely soft um i would say softer than that sm8 for sure Uh, to me definitely noticeable and that's the one thing that I, I do really like about uh, the SM9 is that I can move from SM8 to SM9 with basically no adjustment to my game or mental you know mental ideas about my game whatsoever. But I get a little softer, uh, nicer feel to it, and uh, it, it definitely uh, 
uh, has that. I mean, that, that that's the one thing. I, I mean, the first thing I noticed when hitting it off a mat in the winter, I was like, wow, that's a much softer feel than than, than I, I remember from SM8. And now hitting SM8 uh, all weekend, which, again, I love those SM8s. Um, you know, hitting this and getting that little softer feel is, is, is pretty nice. And, uh, the other thing too, full shots are, are probably now after again, taking this out and then taking out my SM8s, the SM9s, maybe just a smidge lower, uh, a ball flight. Um, maybe not, you know, so much on those tiny, you know, 30 yarders or whatever, but those 80 yard shots, those closer to full shots, there may be a little lower, uh, ball flight there with the, with the SM9 for me. And, uh, just overall been really impressed with this 54D grind, um, and it's just, uh, yeah, I've, I've really liked it. So uh, overall, you know, if you're somebody with an SM8, do you need to switch to SM9? I don't think you necessarily do. Um, you know, if you're somebody thinking about moving to SM9 from, you know, a, a 7 or something else, um, you know, hey, you, you know, if your stuff's starting to get a little worn, whatever, SM9s are, are really good. They're really soft. It's uh, it, it's a really good wedge. But I've, I've really liked it. Like I said, I've been playing this uh, Jet Black SM9, and uh, I think I, I may look into uh, completing the set. And then the biggest thing is going to be figuring out the 60 uh, and what I want to do there since I, I played the 60D grind in the SM8. And I just, I don't know, I didn't get along with it in the in the, in the the 60 uh, like I did the 56. Um, so that was kind of a wedge I didn't really use much uh, last year. So I'd probably maybe try to figure out uh, with the 60 what I would do there. But the uh, the D grind, again, is, is my boy, and, and the SM9 I've really liked. So... Uh, been really impressed with these and, and uh, kind of, you know, I wouldn't say falling in love again, but kind of falling in love again with them because uh, that's uh, <clears throat> just what uh, what I've liked. And then uh, the other thing that I've been uh, playing a decent amount of because I've been playing a lot of my P770s lately, uh, I've been playing my P770 a little more than I've been playing my Gen 5 PXGs. Uh, I've just been hitting these a little more solid and been a little more consistent with them. So they've, they've been in the bag. And it's not a knock on the, the PXGs by any means. It's more, you know, just me being a little more consistent with them. But uh, I did switch out the stock uh, KBS Tours that came in them with a KBS Tour Lite, which is the new uh, new shaft from KBS. And uh, basically it's, uh, you know, a, a version of KBS Tour, but lighter weight. So... The regular flex uh, is like 105 grams, or the regular and stiff uh, are 105 grams, and then the X flex, or I'm sorry, that's parallel tip, sorry. Regular flex is 95 grams, uh, the stiff is 100, and then the X is 105. And the taper, if you get into the parallels, uh, if you use, use parallel tip shafts, uh, you're at 105, 105, and 110. So regular and stiff, 105, and then 110 for the X. Um, so definitely a little lighter weight. <clears throat> But they definitely are uh, meant to be, um, and they make them two through pitching wedge in, in both. The uh, These here are basically designed as kind of a, a KBS tour feel, but lighter weight. And uh, with that, they are they do launch uh, a little bit higher than, than the KBS tour. <clears throat> Putting these in here, um, I noticed a little higher launch. It's not crazy high, um, but definitely noticeably uh, higher than, than the KBS tour. Uh, that uh, that was in here before because I had a, a KBS Tour 120, and I hit those okay. I just I, I, that 120 gram weight is you know I don't know. The more I hit kind of some of the lighter stuff, uh, the more uh, I kind of get uh, the more I like it. You know, the more I, I find more a little more success with some of this uh, this lighter weight stuff. And uh, the Tour Light is is really nice. It's got a really smooth feel to it. It's uh, just like KBS Tour. It's it's easy to load. 
Um, <clears throat> you can really feel the club uh, kind of release or kick at impact. Um, and, you know, it's just got that kind of smooth feel. It doesn't have a ton of vibration to it uh, or a ton of harsh vibration. Even on miss hits, it's, it seems to be uh, pretty darn good with reducing some of that. Um, you know, you're, you're always going to get that little more audible and uh, sound and, and feel and all that from uh, from the club. But, uh, you know, from the shaft, it's uh, it's it's pretty smooth and it's not not uh, <clears throat> not too harsh on miss hits. But it does fly a little higher, uh, which actually, I, you know, I don't mind. I was kind of almost looking for that in a sense. Uh, the P770s do get in the air, but I don't mind hitting it a little bit higher just because I don't hit a super high ball. And then also, too, that it does say that they do they do spin a little bit more than KBS Tour. And, again, I, I think with that, and that's maybe maybe one of the reasons why I'm hitting these a little more consistent than the, the PXGs is that the P770 is a pretty low-spin driver or uh, iron head, and putting in something like this Tour Lite that does spin a little bit more uh, is you know, probably give me a little bit of spin, adding a little control uh, to my shots. And, you know, like I said, going into the greens, I mean, I've never had a problem with the 770 stopping them uh, on the green in terms of whether it's, you know, hitting a 6-iron or whether it's hitting a 9-iron or pitching wedge. Uh, these things in terms of, of distance control are pretty good. There's not a ton of rollout, uh, you know, with them. I mean, especially the short irons, when you hit, I mean, they're pretty much kind of that drop and stop and they're they're done. Um, but the, uh, the KBS tour light is, is, is like I said, and, and it's been really consistent. I've been hitting it, uh, a lot and it's, uh, it, it you know, I had, don't have any shots that get really squirrely or, you know, shots that you, you put a swing on it and said, you know, the ball shouldn't have done that. Um, everything's been really consistent, consistent, uh, dispersion's tight. Uh, you know, I, I, again, you know, not hitting shots that I'm thinking are, you know, good swings and, and the ball going places it shouldn't. Um, it, it, they're, they're pretty much, you know, going where I, where I swing it, which may or may not be a good thing. Uh, but in terms of a, a lightweight shaft, it's got some, some, you know, stoutness to it. I put the X's in, uh, mine because I got, I got a set of stiffs, a set of X's and I, uh, one of the guys in the office definitely wanted to try them. So I let him have the stiffs <clears throat> and I took the X, um, which is typically not what I play. Um, and they're definitely stout. I think, uh, for me after hitting the X, I haven't hit the stiff yet. I need to go snag one of his irons and hit the stiff. Uh, but hitting the, the X, they definitely have kind of that, you know, maybe slightly softer feel like a, a, a KBS Tour in X is definitely going to feel a little bit more stout than the Tour Light, which again, I mean, it's a little lighter weight. There's a little less steel there. Uh, it makes sense. Um, but I think something like an X kind of soft stepped uh, for me would probably be pretty good. And I'm kind of that you know, mid to high eighties swing speed, you know, swing speed guy with a six iron, you know, I'm looking at like 85 to 87 miles an hour is, is around where I play my, my six iron at. Um, so I don't bring a ton of heat, especially my irons. I don't hit it super, uh, super hard. And these here actually feel just a hair stiffer than, than they probably should. And I think if I either soft stepped these or did like a stiff, uh, where I hard stepped them, uh, would probably be pretty much perfect, uh, for, for my game. But I think they do play, um, you know, yeah, they're not going to play near as, as stiff as say a, a C taper 130 stiff, uh, or something like that. <clears throat> but I think for overall stiffness, they, they do play pretty close, maybe just a hair softer, than uh than like say like the the, the 120 um <clears throat> which again i think you would expect from a, a lighter steel shaft but um but i played the x and it's actually been pretty good i haven't had any problems ball still gets up in the air really easily i'm not hitting shots low and to the right 
everything is uh <clears throat> is is getting up in the air really easily it's easy to launch so i've been playing these and i've and i've i've really liked them so far and, and like i said i think this combo with the b770 has just been really good um if you're looking for something to launch a little higher but you're looking you know not looking for something that's a wet noodle and whippy <clears throat> the uh the tour light is a a, a pretty darn good option because like i said it is fairly you know fairly stout it's super consistent but it offers you some good smooth feel to it just like the kbs tour and uh you know like i said just in a lighter weight package and depending on what you're looking for in terms of weight you know like i said stiff is that uh, that 100 gram and, and these are the 105 and i've just uh you know had a lot of success with success with them so far building up in the p770s really minimal tip weighting i want to say i had one you know one or a couple clubs with a two gram tip weight a couple uh, clubs of the four gram and then i had a couple that had no tip weights at all so uh you know built out they i don't think they have a lot of counterbalancing to them i think they're pretty uh, uh probably a little more tip heavy but didn't have any uh you know weight issues in terms of building these up uh, at, at stock p770 lengths and uh yeah they were just a, a really solid offering so if you're looking for something to launch just a little bit higher want a little bit more spin uh but you don't want to go to something that's super soft and like i said kind of that uh you know really flexible and all that i mean i know there's some some super lightweight stuff out there but if you're looking for kind of that uh that lighter weight but still get a lot of control and, and still getting some height uh the, this tour light has been uh, i've been a big fan of it so far so definitely it's worth uh, trying if you want if you check out uh, kbsgolfshafts.com you can check out the uh the kbs tour light and check it out uh what they're talking about it like i said it's uh comes in a few options there and uh, i've been i've been a big fan so it's uh something that'll stay in my 770s i'm probably gonna play these probably gonna play them tonight and then uh we'll see i might I'll, I'll probably play them this weekend as well so uh you know bring these out play them and uh yeah we'll have uh have some fun this weekend play some golf and uh, it'll be a great uh a great uh, great weekend a great memorial day weekend so um but uh that's all i got i know it's kind of a short episode i apologize for that but uh it's one of those where it's just been uh like i said kind of a wild week and let's let's hope i can get out and play some golf tonight so uh i've got nothing else if you want to uh, hit me up if you got any questions anything like that hit me up on instagram at club junkie pod um i know i did uh, a little bit of q a from the airport yesterday <laughs> it was kind of short but uh, i had you know 30 minutes before my flight so a lot of times i'll, I'll do a q a and if you want to ask questions about shafts or anything i've hit my thoughts on them my opinions you can do that so anyway uh, hit me up on there um that's all i've got hopefully you guys have a great week have a great memorial day weekend stay safe and uh we'll talk to you next week